Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello to all our beautiful, amazing friends around the world, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I'm Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Well, we're exploring today a vast and all-important arena of life, and maybe I should say psychic life experience that is all too often overlooked, glossed over, or even purposefully ignored. So we'll start it off by asking the question, are you in or out? You might ask back, what kind of a question is that? Well, (laughs) we wouldn't blame you if you did. After all, usually if someone were to ask you that question, it would most likely be in regards to whether you wanted to join some kind of activity or be part of a group. It would seem out of context to ask it without some kind of reference. If you were considering joining a group of friends for a weekend outing or for a pickup basketball game after work, one of them might ask you, whether you were in or out for that activity, or as Lucy (laughs) in the popular Peanuts cartoon would be portrayed sitting behind a booth with a sign that says the psychiatrist is in, as in when we ask the receptionist whether the doctor we'd like to see is in the office or not. What we're asking you today, though, when we ask, are you in or out, is not about whether you are in your office today or whether you'd like to join us for lunch after our show, although, hey, that would be great fun, but instead it concerns your state of being and awareness. We're asking if you are aware of your life right now from the perspective of having a body or from the perspective of a soul beyond the experience of the physical body. We're asking about your in and out of body experience. I'm sure that if you're listening to our show, you're familiar with the concept of out of body experience and out of body travel. Some of you may know someone who described what it was like to have an out of body experience, or some of you may even had one or more yourself. There have been books written about the subjects, lots of them, of -of out-of-body experiences and astral travel, both from a more theoretical perspective as well as from a personal experience point of view. There are now even teachers and whole organizations dedicated to teaching people not only about -about out-of-body experiences, but also how to have them. It's taken quite a while to even get this far in the study and practice of -of out-of-body experiencing in our society, but we're slowly getting there. Of course, most books and teachings about -about out-of-body experiences focus on the more dramatic examples of those experiences. 
You might read or hear about someone floating above his body while under anesthesia to witness his whole surgery and can repeat the conversation the doctors were having about their latest golf game. Or they might see a a little sticker on the back of a, a lamp that they're above. Or you might have learned that there are people in the world who regularly practice traveling as souls out of their bodies to all manners of exotic places and have extraordinary experiences. Yes, all that happens and much, much more in terms of having out-of-body experiences. Pretty much, if you could imagine it, someone's bound to have experienced it. Now, all of that is about the out-of-body part of your life experience. Obviously, if there is an out-of-body part of your overall life experience, then there has to be an in-the-body part of your life experience as well. After all, we're in a world of duality, right? Since anyone who gets interested in having out-of-body experiences gets focused on the more dramatic aspects of the out-of-body experience, Very few people ask about the other end of life experience in relationship to the out-of-body part. What do you experience when you're in the body, and what's the difference? Even if you were the greatest computer engineer producing technology to save the world, you still have to eat, shower, sleep, and relate to others in this world. You have to experience all aspects of life in and out of the body experience. But many great inventors, pioneers, and visionaries in all fields of human endeavor have reported going to sleep while working on solving a most difficult problem and waking up in the morning with the solution. That's one of my favorite ways of solving problems, actually. In fact, countless numbers of people experience such a thing in relationship to their personal problems and challenges daily. And the great majority of them don't necessarily have dramatic out-of-body experiences. Yet many of them had both in- and out-of-body experiences to make their breakthroughs. Your in-the-body experience and your out-of-body experiences make up your whole life experience. All of your life experience is in-body or out-of-body experience. Of course, there are degrees of how much you are in the body and how much you are out of the body at any given time. Also, at any time, how aware are you of being in or out? Becoming more aware of being in the body and out of the body is all important to your spiritual growth and awakening. It's also essential for living your life, not only more fully, but healthfully and successfully. It's crucial for your true fulfillment and happiness. So what exactly do we mean when we say you are having an out-of-body or in-body experience? Well, let me ask all our listeners out there (laughs) right now, are you in or (laughs) are you out? (laughs) Ah, okay. Yes, hey, at least some of you are looking at it and going, hmm, let's see. The correct answer for any of you would be, of course, both. Since everything in this world is based on polarity, positive and negative, male and female, in and out, and so on, 
We tend to think in terms of whether an experience is of one kind or of its opposite. Then we get questions like, are you in your body or out of your body? Yet the real question isn't about your body, is it? The question is about you and your experience. And you are not the body. You are spirit. We don't experience life as a body. In fact, a body doesn't really experience anything. It's a vehicle, if you will, through which we, as awareness or spirit, experience this earthly life. So what would be an out-of-body experience for us as spirit? It would be our awareness and experience of our body, as well as all that we experience relative to that experience of the body and of relating to the body. The more present we are with respect to our bodily experience, the more we are aware of that experience. So also, since the body functions in a world of time and space, we experience life in relationship to the passage of time. Yesterday, I went to work. Today, I'm at home. Tomorrow, I'll call you. Yet, our bodies always in the present. It doesn't exist in the past or in the future. And as spirit awareness through the sensory perception faculties of the body, we can only experience this moment. In the next moment, we can retain the memory of our experience a moment ago. In our mind, we can imagine that tomorrow we will be talking to each other on the phone. This may or may not happen when the appointed time arrives. But we can plan on it happening in our future. And we could make a date. Yet it can only happen when it happens in our present. When we are present in this body, time and space experience of life, we can be very aware of all that this bodily experience may entail. We can be acutely aware of the sights and sounds, smells and tastes, along with any sensation of what is happening around us moment by moment. So what happens when spirit awareness that we are not so present in our bodily experience? One of the most common experiences of that is being Spaced out. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) You may have been telling me your life story in great detail, but I was spaced out. And I may not have heard much of what you told me. My body may have been present there with you, but as spirit awareness, I was somewhere or sometime else, not in the here and now. I'm sure you've all had experiences of driving on the freeway and having your mind intent on something in the future or the past or trying to solve a problem. And too late, you discovered that you spaced out and missed your exit ramp. 
Please right? raise your hand if you've experienced this. <laughs> Many times. <laughs> or you fell into the rabbit hole of social media posts and zoned out on an appointment or a phone call or something. Or a friend maybe, you know, have the habit of calling out to you, Earth to Johnny, Earth to Johnny, where are you? <laughs> Uh, I had a friend who used to say that to her uh, son (laughs) when he was growing up all the time because he was somewhere else most of the time, right? Uh, Really bright kid. But uh, so it's not like a person is, you know, just because they're spaced out doesn't mean they're not bright, they're not intelligent, they're not capable, all of those things. No, they're just somewhere else. Their their awareness is mostly elsewhere. Okay, so that's the all too common, unfortunately, out-of-body experience. Your awareness is not here with respect to your bodily and earthly experience. Then where did you or your awareness go if you're not? here. If your awareness was not here and now with respect to your bodily experience, then it could have gone not only to somewhere else than here, but also sometime else than now. Because in spirit, there is no time or location in space. You, as the spirit awareness and creativity that you are, being unlimited, can be anywhere at any time relative to a reference point in time and space. Thus, any experience you have that's not related to your bodily experience can be called an out-of-body experience. Then, an out-of-body experience is no longer an extraordinary or unusual experience. You, just like everyone else, is having some sort of -of out-of-body experience all of the time. Even right now, as I'm speaking about it, <laughs> because I'm sure if you if you paid attention, you'll notice there are aspects of you that's aware of very body things. You know how how it feels and sensations of hot and cold and and the pressure of sitting on a chair or whatever. All kinds of things. And then you're aware also of thoughts going in through your mind that's related to your existence here in a body uh, in, on Earth. But then, if you really check around, you might be aware, oh, you're also aware of something going on outside, outside the house. But bodily, you're not outside the house. Huh. Well, so... That sort of always going on out-of-body experience is so ordinary. You don't notice it most of the time. Unless it gets a lot more intense, dramatic, or unusual. How can you become more aware of the more out-of-the-body part of your daily life experience? It's simple. You just have to pay a bit more attention to it. You have to notice it. It's like playing closer attention to and noticing a particular person. If you decide that you already know this person, oh, you just shut it out and you you might not notice anything more about this person than you already do. 
But if you paid more attention to that person, you'll undoubtedly discover things about that person that you didn't know before. That's the same in becoming more aware of your out-of-body experiences. First step, don't make out-of-body experiences separate from your everyday, all-of-the-time experience of life. It's just part of it. Whether you pay more attention to your in-body experiences or out-of-body experiences, you will become more aware of the one you pay attention to, even though you're having both kinds all of the time. In the beginning, you may not have considered how much of the time you're not that present as awareness here in relationship to your body experience. You might have just assumed that. Of course, you're present here in your bodily life experience. You know what you ate for breakfast, who you talked with, and about what, and so on. Yet, notice how much of your day you can actually recall right off the top of your head in minute detail. Huh. Huh. In fact, you might discover that certain periods in your day, you don't have much of a clue what you are actually experiencing. Even if you remember that you were at your office working. Oh, sure, of course, I was working in my office all day or at home having dinner. Hmm, you know the basic, but working at your office all day or having dinner with your family over an hour or two hour period, you're experiencing a whole lot more than I was just working at the office or having dinner at home. You know you did certain things during that time, but exactly what was your experience of life during every moment of that period? Except for that rare individual, most of us just have a fairly good memory of the overall experience and not moment by moment, complete memory of every aspect of the experience. Where was your awareness in those periods where you hardly were present at all, where your body was at that time? Now, as you start to ask that question and allow your awareness to lead you to the answer to your question, you begin to discover your answers. You begin to become more aware of your experience of life that may not have much at all to do with the experience of your body here on earth. Right now, if you were to just be aware of your experience, you'll notice that some of what you're aware of has the direct relationship to your body. For example, like I mentioned before, you're sitting in a certain chair, you're listening to the show, you hear my voice, and you're, you got your phone or computer or whatever you're using to, to do that with. So you're, you're aware of all those things. And you're aware maybe you're having a cup of tea or reading an email at the same time as listening to the show. You'll notice a lot of things if you decide to pay more attention to your awareness, and you'll notice that a lot of things are directly related in some way to your experience of having a body and being in this world. Most people live with their attention on that, even to the point of starting to believe that that's all there is to their lives. We're coming upon our first break already, so if you haven't signed up for our special remote event this weekend titled Your Mediumship, Clairvoyance, and the Global Awakening, you still can. We'll give you more information about it at the end of our next segment today on today's show. We will return in just a couple of minutes to continue with Are You In 
or out your in and out of body experience. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at MichaelTamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational incredible information one of the best books i've ever read inspirational a must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose that's what readers around the world are saying about you are the answer the award-winning book by michael j tomorrow beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary order your copy now at amazon.com living the miracle with michael and Raphael tamura Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com and be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Listening to Living the Miracle, Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1 888 346 9141. Again, that's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. We're happy to have you back. For those of you joining us now, welcome. We've been exploring the question, are you in or out? And the fascinating subject of your in and out of body experience. Let's continue. Well, there's an old saying, an old metaphysical saying, where attention goes, energy flows. It's one of my favorites because it's true. Where your attention goes, energy flows there. And for some of you, who are pretty intent with your attention, where attention goes, there you go. (laughs) And I'm mentioning this because one of the things I get to experience every week when we give our show is that some of you who are, are our faithful followers and like to listen to our show every week, when you tune in, you come right here into our little what is it? Well, it's not so little. It's about a 12 by 14 foot room that we have dedicated to our radio show. And it just fills up with all of you. And it's like uh, speaking right directly to an audience. All right. So anyway, uh, Michael, I wanted to hand this back over to you since you were in the middle of a, a a thought. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of where attention goes, uh, energy flows, I, I have absolute proof of that. <laughs> All you have to do is, if you have a cat or been around a cat, <laughs> you just put your attention on, oh, I think I'll do emails and go to the computer and do emails. 
the cat will beat you to your keyboard and, and lie down and go to take a nap. <laughs> or if you're going to watch a show on the, on the screen and uh, you're just about to turn it on and the cat will be and stand right in front of it and block the screen. <laughs> so it's, it's uh, oh, one of the things that's, that's hilarious, you know, the cats are extremely psychic. And so they, you don't have to say anything. You just put your attention on something and they'll see it and go, oh, that's where you're going to go. That's what you're going to do. I'm going to intercept you. And yeah, you'll have to pick me up and cuddle me or, or you know, uh, a treat, give me a treat or whatever. They read pictures, you know, when you have a thought form in that intention they read that they and they understand it too yeah and they have their cats are super out-of-body experiencers yes they are you know before the break i was talking about uh the in the body experience Uh, again just like raphael was saying about okay if you have pay attention to the in the body experience then you'll start to be more and more aware of your bodily experience, you as spirit, not you as a body, but you as spirit experiencing the sensory perception levels and everything of being part of a body, being in a body, having a body that is different than just being spirit. And so, so uh, uh, this being spirit, oh, that's such an entirely different experience. But once you get accustomed to regularly experiencing, you know, every morning you wake up and you find yourself essentially what it feels like and looks like being, you know, a body experience. You wake up, okay, here's my body and everything I think of, everything I do, the body goes with me kind of a thing, except when it doesn't. Except when when you get spaced out and all of that. So as you expand your awareness and notice other things beyond just what you perceive through the body, and that's where they come up with all that about the sixth sense or or extrasensory perception being psychic. <clears throat> well, psychic just means the, of the soul, pertaining to the soul and of the soul and experience of the soul. That's the part that could be in and of the body or completely out of the body has nothing to do with the body or a little bit in between. So most people who start to talk about out-of-body experiences of the more dramatic kind, like I mentioned earlier, or Raphael mentioned about being out of the body in under anesthesia, looking down at the at the body and and saying, "Oh, gee, there's my body," and they're what did they do into that? <laughs> Things Some like people that. People say, "There's me." Yeah, there's then- me because they they so identify with that body that they they even in the out of body state they think of themselves as the body and, and and so when they witness the surgeons working on their body and cutting it open and everything oh no well what are they doing to my body <laughs> whereas souls that are more aware when they get out of the body uh, uh, the next step is is oh yeah there's my body and here I am. Wow, this is great. I think I'll go, you know, scooting around the universe uh, while I have this chance. And and they'll have a great time. And then souls that are even more aware, 
might not even be interested. You know, it's, it's just like my experience every time I've been out of the body on a, you know, totally out, like, like being dropping dead, <laughs> the body's not working anymore, and I find myself out, or under anesthesia. I'm not interested in hanging around the operating room or I'm not interested in, in uh, hanging around the body to see, okay, it's not breathing. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, once I, I'm out, I'm, I'm gone. I'm, I'm not here. I go to where I need to be in spirit. And so all my out of, that type of out-of-body experience is very, very not of this earth, of this realm. It has nothing to do with the body. It has nothing to do with anything relating to the body or this planet. It's not that I go to outer galaxies and, and look for extraterrestrials. No, I'm not interested in any of that. I'm interested in spirit. So where I go is immediately in a spirit realm that I can learn from, that I can experience, that I can have uh, a knowing. It's it's like being in deep, deep, deep meditation. You know, when when you're in a physical body experience, you have to do something like meditate, go within, and relax, and just what's what's the one aspect of the practice of any kind of real meditation is to be able to turn off that aspect of the mind, sometimes called the analytical part. And that's why some of you who've, who've uh, learned, say, certain kind of Zen meditation or just sitting there and just letting all the thoughts and everything just pass through the mind until it gets less and less and less until you reach a total emptiness. There's no more thoughts. <clears throat> Well, when you go out of the body in spirit, you just get to, in the spirit awareness, all of a sudden, everything to do with the body falls off. You're, it's, there's, it's not there. In spirit, there's nothing to do with the body. And the moment you do that, there's no thoughts, there's no, there's, Total, what might be called emptiness, but it's not empty in the sense of there's nothing. It's it's vast, and so there's that whole range of experiences we call out of body experience. It starts with why so many books have been written where somebody has a, a dramatic out of body experience when they have a near-death experience or, or they're in a car crash or, or they're under surgery or whatever, and boom, they start to be a, a aware as spirit, in spirit, and they go, whoa, this experience is nothing like what I experience in the body. And a lot of people will describe that as I felt this limitlessness and I felt this uh, peace and, and unconditional love and you know, bright light and all kinds of experiences like that because that's what you start to become aware of that's always there in spirit. But when you're experiencing more the in-the-body experience, it's based on all the sensory input. And there's an enormous amount of data 
that's coming in through the, especially the five senses and processed through the brain and everything. And, and you're just going, oh, this hurts. That feels good. And oh, I hear this sound and, and, and then compute it all. And I'm working on this problem that's in front of me and I have to avoid that person. And blah, blah, blah. All kinds of things are going on constantly. That's why when you first stop to meditate or just to rest, close your eyes and just rest, pause from all the hubbub, of daily life, at first, so many of you might experience just like the thoughts keep on going. <laughs> it's like the hit keeps on coming. <laughs> Hits keep on coming in the hit parade. No, it's all these thoughts and some of them random and, oh, did I turn off the stove and blah, 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 and this and that. Oh, tomorrow I have to do this and I have to pay those bills and blah, blah, blah. Ah, it just goes on and on and on after you stop. This is why some of you might experience having difficulties falling asleep at night because you're going, going, going mentally all day long. And finally, when you get in the bed and just close your eyes and, okay, I get to sleep, there's this, oh, you're starting to shut out the out external everything. It's quieter and, and you're not, you know, trying to do something physically. Huh. But you're aware and all those thoughts are still going on and those feelings are going on. Oh, so that's, that's sometimes where you have, if you engage in and all of that and you just start worrying about it and you try and fighting it and you're arguing with it and all that, then you can't see sleep. But what if you, at that point, you just decide to let all that go? Oh, that's the in the body experience left over residue of all this input you've been fighting off and dealing with all day long and the however way you stop finally oh it's a chance where you start to be able to let go of all of that out of your mind you don't have to carry it around and as you let go of it oh it gets thinner and thinner and less and less frantic and less and less anxious and less and less worries and less and less of everything and definitely less and less emotional. Huh. Yes, if, if those thoughts didn't have an emotional context, you'd be able to fall asleep. I mean, the thoughts won't be anything. It's just like white noise. But uh, it's not just that. Some of those thoughts, not all of them, but some of those thoughts have emotional content. And then you get engaged in it emotionally. Then you have trouble falling asleep because then you start thinking some more about it. So as you let go and let go and let go, that's like meditation. The first part of meditation, you're just letting it go. You don't have anything to solve. You can just let it go. You don't have to be responsible for all that. Just let it all go. It's like a mental and spiritual vacation. Then you find that peace, that quietness. And once you find that quietness and you can become totally neutral to all other thoughts and feelings that may pop up periodically in relationship to whatever sound you hear or anything, you just let it all, keep on letting it go. And pretty soon you're not attached to anything. Then your awareness has doesn't have to go to dealing with bodily sensory input and data from leftover from before and memories and all that stuff 
where does the awareness go if it doesn't have to be aware of all that? Oh, now awareness goes to that which we call spirit, eternity, limitlessness, and ultimately what we call as out of the body. It's not about the body anymore. It's not about bodily sensory input anymore. It's not about problems that you think you have in this world anymore. It's going home. It's going back to who you really are. And as you expand that awareness of spirit, you start to realize there's no body anymore. Ah. And in the absence of any kind of a bodily input, what do you experience? That's the experience that a lot of out-of-body experiencers who, who have been to the more spirit, out-of-body, not related to the physical world anymore experience. And that ranges from bumping into uh, spirit of the deceased loved ones or, or, you know, all the way to, oh, I was in front of God. So we'll talk a little bit more of that when we come back. But for now, our second break is coming up, and as we promised earlier, here's more information for you about our exceptional, special, four-teleclass remote weekend event happening this coming Saturday, February 27th, and Sunday, February 28th, and is titled, Your Mediumship, Clairvoyance, and the Global Awakening. Here's our teleclass lineup. On Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, like it or not, you got mediumship. Managing mediumship, yours and others in the global transformation. And at 12 p.m. Pacific Time, at noon Pacific Time, the teleclass is titled, Are You In or Out? Your Mediumship, Clairvoyance, and the Out-of-Body Experience. These teleclasses are two hours long. On Sunday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, what's mediumship got to do with it? How mediumship affects your relationships and what to do about it. And then the noontime Pacific Time teleclass on Sunday is on the path of the clairvoyant medium healer. How to have fun waking up the world and not get crucified. Plus, anyone attending any of our teleclasses during this weekend may join us for our bonus Q&A talk story and social on Sunday at 2.30 p.m. Pacific time. Also, you get a discount if you purchase the entire series. For all details or to sign up, go to our website, michaeltamora.com, or better yet, call our office and speak with our wonderful assistant, Noel at 530-926-2650. That's 530-926-2650. Weekdays during business hours specific time. Or you can email her at info at gmail.com. We'll be right back to continue with Are You In or Out? Your In and Out of Body Experience. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. 
Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must-read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tomorrow. Beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Listening to Living the Miracle, Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1 888 346 9141. Again, that's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Well, it's great to have you back. Today we've been addressing the question Are you in? or out as we explore the often neglected subject of your in and out of body experience. Well, as a sensitive person, I know one of my regular out of body experiences that I had, which I didn't know were out of body experiences until um, I had my clairvoyant training. And that was if I was working somewhere and someone came and started to yell at me or chastise me for some reason or other. I made a mistake or I did something wrong. And, you know, sensitive people have a tendency to run when it comes to confrontation. And when you're standing in front of someone, you can't just turn around and run away from them, especially if it's at work. So what happens to you? You go out of the body and you become tongue-tied Tongue-tied is simply you're out of the body and you're not able to operate your body as well. (laughs) (laughs) I even got to witness this uh, after having experienced it many times with various bosses and so forth, where um, I was working for this very tough company. It was all men, and uh, I might have even mentioned this before, but uh, I was watching my boss, who was a, a big, strong man, come up to one of his employees and the employee had made a mistake and he said to the employee, do you see what you did wrong here? And the employees, his eyes were big as saucers because he was afraid no matter what he said, he was, you know, a goner. And the boss went right into his face and said, think, think, think. (laughs) Who can think, think, think when somebody's (laughs) pushing their energy into your space? So that's what happens is part of you just goes right out of the body. Yeah, and that's what happens when, you know, not all the time, but uh, some of the times when you see kids just not being able to handle it and they're just screaming bloody murder. If you were to look on a clairvoyant level, oh, 
the body's still there and screaming, so you think the kid is there and able to hear you, but no, the kid's screaming because the being, who they are, is way out of the body, and they can't get back in <laughs> because so many people have their energy on them. So these things go on all the time, everywhere. If you just paid attention, you start to notice those things. Okay, so, you know, in... in out-of-body experiences, I was just mentioning before the break that oh, there's so many different levels of you, when you go out of the body, especially suddenly, you as the soul that you are, are going to naturally be at where you operate. Ah, Without the body, all of a sudden, it's like all this weight is suddenly gone and you as spirit recognize where you are and who you are and what you're interested in and where what kind of level of consciousness and energy you're operating on when you're not consumed by bodily input huh so it's not like experience from the body side it feels like you go out and you end up in a different place different realm different place but in actuality you're already there in spirit, but when you're experiencing so much of what's going on on a body level and in the world around the body, you forget, you, you, you don't recognize it. It's like you're walking around with a thick mask and a bag over your head, and so you don't see where you're at until all of a sudden somebody pulls the bag off of your head and you go, whoa, this is a whole different place than where I thought I was. It's like that. So anyway, uh, let's, you want to try some, uh, the beginning of being more and more aware, you can practice being more aware out of the body and in the body, it requires you to actually, to, to be more aware of being out of the body, you have to get more into the body. The more aware you become of being in the body and being able to function in the body as the spirit that you are with all the body stuff going on and not becoming it, then you can step out and really have much, much more of your out-of-body experience. Awareness. Yeah, because that's why people who are habitually spaced out, they don't want to be here. The soul is going, I, I can't handle it. I don't want to be there. It's too painful, whatever. So in that way, they can't go further out of their body because they're already out. The way you might remember this, the way out, all the way out to your freedom in spirit is to go further in to the body, all right? Once you are further, more here and aware in and of the body levels as the spirit that you are, the more easily you start to step out into the out-of-body experience. So if you grab a chair, just sit where you are and comfortably both feet on the floor, those of you who would like to follow along with this really quick little meditation exercise to practice is just sit and with your feet flat on the floor, close your eyes, give yourself a couple of deep breaths. <sighs> okay. And then just imagine, many of you have done this many times before with me, just imagine that grounding cord, the tree trunk. You're sitting on a tree trunk, and that tree trunk extends from your first chakra, the energy center, just above the tip of your tailbone, 
from there, it goes all the way, all the way down to the center of the earth. And just imagine that tree trunk, long tree trunk extending all the way and giant tree trunk. Don't have a puny one, just. <laughs> and extends all the way into and anchors into the center of the earth. <sighs> just give yourself a deep breath and just let go. Just open up any fists, psychic fists you have holding on to something, you know, problems and worries and this and that, the other thing. Just let it go. Because when you let it go, anything that's not yours, which you can't solve anyway, anything that's not yours, you let it go and the grounding will channel it right down to the center of the earth and and it'll get recycled and the energy goes back to whomever it came from. They'll they'll benefit, you'll benefit, everybody wins. Okay, as you ground yourself like this, and then be aware in the center of your head. And just lightly imagine the earth energy flowing up from your feet chakras in the bottoms of your feet through your middle of your legs into the first chakra where the grounding is from, the tip of the tailbone area. And then cosmic energy is flowing in from your crown chakras, this fine golden energy flowing in from the crown chakra down four channels in your back, all the way to the first chakra, and it mixes. Once it gets to the first chakra, it mixes with the earth energy. And uh, just imagine that about 85% cosmic energy and 15% earth energy flows up two channels going right on through to the top of the crown chakra and flows out like a continuously like a golden fountain of energy. Just imagine this golden fountain of energy flowing out of your crown chakra at the top of your head. And also, as it goes up to the upper chest area, it branches out across those two channels down the arms and flows out of the palms of your hands, the hand chakras. So that's continuously flowing out through your hand chakras as well. So you imagine that flow of energy, that cycle of earth and cosmic energy flow through your body and through these main channels and the, through the chakras that all go up. Okay, so once you have that going, just be, imagine that you're in the center of your head and imagine that you're just, the center of your head is total stillness. Nothing's happening in the center of your head. Everything, you might be aware of all kinds of sounds and noises and everything else and, you know, temperature, whatever outside around you. But, and you might be noticing thoughts flying around in your head, but that's okay. Just be aware and be totally neutral. You'll notice the more aware you become in the center of your head, the more neutral you'll become to everything that's going on around you. You don't have to engage. You just let it be. And as you do so more and more, notice, oh, what's happening? You're kind of settling in. You're getting more and more in the body. Your awareness is centered within this very center of your head. So you could be aware from there. You could be aware that, oh, yeah, you're aware of the inside of your face, you know, in one direction. You're aware of the inside of the back of your head, inside of the left side, right side of your head on the other directions. And above, oh, you're, you're aware from inside your body. And you're aware that you have a body all the way extending to your feet and hands, fingertips, everything. Huh, your, your awareness is settling in much, much more within the body proper. Huh. But notice as you do so, it's not like being restricted. Because as you go in, you move more towards 
the infinite, to the limitless. It's when you project your awareness and energy out, like in front of you and everything, there's, you're limited. You're contained, you're limited. But if you go inward with your awareness from where the body is, then you find this quieter, more peaceful, and ultimately more joyful and alive space. So as you go further inward in the center of your head, you're just bypassing all these different avenues and you're just being more and more in the center of your head where it's completely still and completely neutral. Then you could, from there, just imagine being up in the corner of the room, preferably a corner behind where your body is sitting in the room at the ceiling. You know, there's four, usually four corners in a room where the ceiling and, and the corner, the walls meet. Pick one of the two corners and behind your body and above and just, just imagine just being in that corner. Just like a kid, you know, going, hey, mom, I can see your head from here. <laughs> uh, and, and as you're being in the corner of the room, imagine just being in the corner and notice, oh, yeah, from the corner of the room. If you look down, the body is sitting down there in a chair uh, with respect to you being up in the corner of the room. Okay. Being in the corner of the room, oh yeah, you're getting further away from involvement with the sensory perceptions of the body and little by little you're starting to become aware as the spirit that you are right in that corner as you are. And from the corner of the room, just would you just imagine the body down there and just go, hello to the body. Just say hello to the body from the corner of the room. And notice if your body responds in any way. It might brighten up or it might relax or whatever it is. And then now, would you just imagine being back in the center of your head? Just imagine being right in the center of your head. And notice the difference. What's your experience when you're in the center of your head? And then, now, as you're aware of being in the center of your head, now would you be back up in the corner of the room again, please? And as you're up in the corner of the room again, notice your experience being in the corner. What's the difference? What do you notice? And now be back in the center of your head again. And then back up in the corner of the room again. Notice that, and then be back in the center of your head. Give yourselves a deep breath, and now imagine creating a giant gold sun of life force energy above your head, and just bring it in and fill in yourself from top of the head to the <coughs> bottoms of your feet and fingertips, everything. Just fill in with new golden life force energy. Be aware in the center of your head, and you just had a tiny little experience of how simple it is. Being out, being in, being out. And as you do this regularly, you'll start to notice more when you are out and be able to be aware of what you're experiencing when you're out. And then bring it back into the center of the head and be back in your body. 
We're coming to the end of our show. I hope you enjoyed that meditation. And you can always listen to it again uh, when our show hits the archives, which is usually within a few hours of the show ending. Well, we wanted to thank each of you for joining us today. Anytime we can get together like this in support of everyone's spiritual path and awakening, it's truly a joyous celebration of life. Be sure to join us next Wednesday, and we'll help you reset your psychic energy to get back on track, whatever track you're on or would like to get on. Remember, there's still time to join us this Saturday and and or Sunday, February 27th and 28th, for our long-awaited special teleclass weekend on your mediumship, clairvoyance, and the global awakening. Check our website, michaeltamora.com, or call our office now at 530-926-2650 for details or to sign up. If you can't attend in person, you may still purchase this series uh, with the raw recording after it's over. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll see you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.